Welcome. I'm Crystal Cotto Sullivan, wisdomologist and the host of Journey to Inner Wisdom. Our outer journey impacts our inner journey. As Elizabeth Lesser says, our activism is impacted by our inner wisdom and vice versa. Our inner wisdom is also practical. It guides our journey to finding our magic, discovering our limiting beliefs, uncovering our blind spots and creating breakthroughs in our lives. Sometimes called shadow work, we tend to sometimes avoid it. Thanks for joining me today. It's Valentine's Day, and I like to think of it as Relationship Month. Not surprising, John and I were out on the weekend, and we had a great conversation about relationships and decided a Valentine podcast would be fun to do. Fun, as in I'm an Enneagram 7, and stressful for my Enneagram 6 husband. (laughs) Being married to a relationship coach keeps me on my toes. So let's have a chat about relationships today. Welcome, John. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> You're right. I'm, I'm, I'm sweating already. already. I know. We just, I know. We just started. Anyway. <laughs> and we just started. I know. Anyway, you know, hearkening back to our conversation on the weekend when we went out to um, Kingsville for breakfast, um, we were just talking about how, you know, these day, these celebrations where we have a day of celebration kind of takes us out of the flow of life in some ways. And I'm not saying celebrations aren't important. You know me, I love celebrations. I think it's so important to, to mark moments and to really celebrate. And I think Valentine's is important that way, but sometimes things aren't going really well in relationships. And then Valentine's comes along and, you know, the roses or the chocolates or the dinner occur, but it's kind of like a, I don't know, what would you call it? It's like a moment out of time that it's inconsistent with the daily life in the relationship. Yeah. And and again, I'm not knocking the chocolates and the flowers, but if if that's in sync with the rest of the year, great. But if if it's, uh, like I say, an aberration or just, you know, to try to fix uh, in one day uh, something that's not working as well as you would like. And so for me, it's, it's how do you keep the, the love or the energy that is celebrated on, on Valentine's day throughout the year. And for me, if you, if you ask anybody, well, you could ask our audience right now, what, if you, if I asked you um, a question, if if your relationship was, was just right, just the way you want it, how, how, what words would you use to describe it? And I know from my own experience with working with couples is that, what typically comes back time after again, time again, is they want safety, they want connection, and they want joy. They want to be, you know, happy, fun, passionate, intimate. But but safety uh, is is key. Now, Crystal mentioned I'm a Enneagram six, and and I operate out of fear, so I'm sure that the the safety piece has uh, impressed me. But for the last twenty years working with couples, uh, that's been my focus. Is because if you don't feel safe, you'll defend yourself. It's 500 million years. We all have this uh, old brain of ours. Our brain is, you know, complex, but we have this the cerebral part of our brain, which we're hopefully I'm using and hopefully you're using out there. And then we have the midbrain, which does all kinds of stuff. And then we have this brain stem, and you know they call it the lizard brain or the reptilian brain because all mammals have it: birds, fish, mammals, and reptiles. And that 
old lizard brain of ours, that reptilian brain is just trying to keep us alive. It asks the question, is it safe or is it dangerous? And if it's dangerous, it'll defend itself. It's 500 million years. You're not going to change it. So mm. my, cha my, cha my challenge is, <clears throat> if you think about how, uh, well, uh, maybe other than Valentine's Day, but often in our culture, uh, on TV or, or movies, often relationships are antagonistic, or at least there's a winner and a loser, often. And then if you look at those magazines at the checkout counter, often it's, you know, uh, public figures that are either going into a relationship or going out of a relationship or, and that's sort of the model for what relationships mm. are about. Mm. And then if you look at real life, if you think of, but from your old brain point of view, if you attack me or yell at me or don't talk or shut down or make fun of me, what am I going to do except defend myself? I, you know, you see it everywhere, but from my perspective, it doesn't work. So, you know, the primary thing I do in the office, and it sounds fairly straightforward but basically uh my job is simply to get two people to talk to each other in a safe way but they can't attack or withdraw and and then if they they can do that then they don't mean, need me because i'm really not asking anything i'll do with you we we've just learned over the years that if we can just talk talk about stuff we'll figure it out and uh anyway so so anyway going back to your question about i i again i'm not knocking valentine's day uh it it's it's a way to celebrate uh, the person you love or people you love but i want to carry that through the year and 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 for me the a key some key concepts are it, it has to be safe your relationship has to be safe you want to be connected so you can talk to each other about anything but in a and again in a safe way and if you feel safe you can much better chance to do that and then to have fun you know and, and that's where you have helped me over the years because <laughs> i know <laughs> I'm a much lighter now. I asked, I asked Crystal the other day, do you think I'm any lighter now than I was 50 years ago? She just about fell over. <laughs> well, I think I laughed. I laughed. You, you did. That's what I, I mean. You I laughed, laughed because you, yes. did. you did. I did. I, and I guess that means I am a bit lighter, right? I think you're a bit lighter. So so the, the thing that sometimes happens, I think, John, in relationships is that, um, you know, things get tough and um you know people are busy and often in relationships like there two people have jobs they have children they're so busy that they're there there's not a lot of time to connect yeah. and then if there's not a lot of time connect to connect then communication kind of breaks down because if if you're if you don't practice communicating clearly it it does break down and then for me what happens is then people start blaming one another. You know, it's like, well, this is your fault. And I think the interesting thing about blaming someone else is that underneath it, there's a fear that there's something wrong with me. And so I'm going to blame somebody else because I need to be strong and I need to be in control. Yeah. And you know, it's that old adage that what you notice in other people is a reflection of who you are. Yeah. You know, we talk about a hidden source of knowledge is that, you know, what, what I criticize in you is often a clue to something that, that I might not be dealing with. Right. And, and the other side of that is if you criticize something to me, there's probably, <laughs> probably some truth there, you know. Because otherwise I wouldn't recognize it, right? I wouldn't recognize it if it wasn't yeah. inside of me. It's like, yeah. you know, somebody will say something to me about someone else. And I, I haven't noticed that because maybe yeah. it's not a part of me, you know. Yeah. And I, I think that that's something that in, in 
working through a relationship, it's important to also, you know, look at what, what does trigger you and to just really pause when I'm blaming someone for something and think, okay, so this might be a clue yeah. that there's something going on for me. Well, one of the things that I do work with couples about is about frustration because sometimes they, they get frustrated. Well, we, we I, I suppose we can all get frustrated, but but typically, again, it's like you say, you blame the other person. You're late, you're late, you're late. You do this, you do this, you do this. And and the harder question is like, typically, typically frustrations don't bother your partner. They bother you. Mm. So the harder question is, well, why is that bothering me? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I remember when, you know, even when we did this a long time ago, you you would might be late. And I, I could say, well, you're late, you're late, you're late. And, and then the harder question they asked, me to look at was what, what's much my hidden fear you know so she's late it doesn't bother her but it does bother me and so fairly quickly I got in touch with well if she's late it means that I'm not important to her or uh, works more important than me and then in in the imago system we take that a step back farther and and does that tie into your childhood and, and for me it did but so often what we know about frustrations is often if, if there's a, a frustration here, it has roots back in childhood. And, and, and so that's uh, the, the work to be done. But, but your point is, is that instead of just, uh, you know, blaming your partner mm. is, is trying to take responsibility. Why is it bothering me? And, and then to share that with your partner. And that's where it has to be safe and, and to, to feel connected enough that you can share that without getting blamed or attacked or, or criticized. And, and that's, if I, I'm going to jump a bit here because <clears throat> over the last two or three years, what, what really has come to the fore for me is this uh, notion of the space between. It's that typically we think of a relationship as two people, you and you. And I'm I'm really challenging couples to think of the relationship as the two of them plus the space between them because it is a real energy field. <laughs> and and you can tell when there's tension in there. You know, It's either tension free or it's not. And it, every couple I ask knows that they can tell when there's tension. They know. And so I, I really believe the fastest way forward for couples now is to um, pay attention to the space between. You cannot keep putting negativity in the space between. It, it just causes disconnect. And, and what we want is connection. And the analogy I use is like, if you have a very still pond of water and I throw a rock in there, it sends ripples out in all directions. And same with the negativity. If I put negativity into that space between, it's going to affect my partner. They can't block it. It's like a, the ripple in the pond. It'll affect them. And sure, one 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 negative interaction is maybe not going to do too much damage. But you put fifty in there. Mm. If you put fifty stones in a pond, it's going to agitate it pretty good. And the same with uh, a relationship. If you put if you keep putting negativity in there, it, it just causes disconnect. And, and we would say that negativity is is to the a relationship like like cancer is to the body. It'll kill it eventually. Mm. It's just you know mm -hmm. some faster than others, but Anyway, I, I, maybe we're off the topic here a bit. No, no, not at all. Not at all. That's yeah, absolutely yeah. valid. Absolutely valid. Yeah. It's because I think, you know, I, I just want to go back to that frustration because I think it's all related that once I could validate that frustration in a safe space, number one, I didn't realize it was a frustration, right? And, mm -hmm. and that's what happens when you're working with couples is what it's, this is my frustration the other person hears it can't uh, like doesn't understand it necessarily 
but validates it. It's like, oh, so, you know, when I'm late, it really, you, you yeah. really worry about whether I care for you. So it's then it, what it does is when I validate that, then I have to think about, okay, well, that's not my intention, but exactly. if that's important for you as my partner, I need to then think, okay, well, okay, then <laughs> I need to let you know if I'm going to be late, yeah. that it's nothing to do with you, that I get carried yeah. away, that I'm having fun. It's whatever it is, yeah. as opposed to just arriving late and you yeah. are then, you know, you're, you're bent out of shape and it's like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that, and that's for me, that's what it does. It, get, it, get, it helps me understand where it's coming from. And it gives my partner a little bit of motivation to change because for example, I don't want to hurt you the way you were as a kid. So if if you're if something I'm doing something that uh, resurrects those old feelings, I don't want to do that. And so I'm willing to do something, but uh, I might not be able to do everything, but I can do something. We can get better at it. But going, I want to go back to your connect thing because mm -hmm. uh, you're absolutely right. In, you know, I, I think of couples that come in the office. They have three kids, and the kids are going every which way, and they have work, and they have this, and they're busy, busy, busy. Whereas you and I now, the kids aren't here. We we have more time, so it's more laid back. And and there is an exercise we do. Uh, it, it's called exits. It, it's how we avoid mm -hmm. dealing with stuff. Yeah. And and some exits are intentional, like uh, you know, I just stay at work or I do this or do this. But some are what we call functional. And a functional exit, it functions. <laughs> it functions as an exit because your partner is not available and. Uh, the, the example I often use in Windsor is people sometimes work opposite shifts. Well, they don't right. have a whole lot of time. And so if there's a functional exit going on, you know, couples have to at least talk about it and find times to connect. Because as you said, if we don't connect, then, then we sort of just drift farther and farther apart. So it's, it really is important if in a busy, busy family that, that couples find time to connect. And the example I use is before you retired, you were up in Toronto. So you would leave, you know, uh, Monday morning, come back Friday night. Well, we had to talk about how we're going to connect during the week and then on the weekend become more intentional because I don't think we took each other for granted. But if uh, your partner's there 24 seven, it's it's easy to take them for granted. They're always there. Whereas in, if there's a functional exit going on and, and that could include, you know, all the the hockey and the and this and the all the things the kids are doing but but couples they they really have to make it a bit of a priority if they want if they want the relationship to work they have to make the relationship a bit of a priority and not just on valentine's day i guess that's where we started you know that it has to be all all year long to how can we connect even though we we are busy 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 and my mm -hmm. goal is <clears throat> it is that the couple uh is is connected because life is going to hand them stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's work, kids, in-laws, outlaws, health. But my goal is if the two of them are on the same page, they have a much better chance to handle uh, whatever happens. And, you know, for years I taught stress management at the college and, uh, you know, for the, the students there, they were a 14 week um, uh, semester. And then a lot of them were working because they, uh, they were paying their way and some of them had families because they were mature students. So it could be a stressful time. And, and one of the things that uh, the acronym we used was REDS, R-E-D-S. And so I, I would ask, you know, them, do you have, are you getting enough rest? Are you exercising? Are you eating? Okay. Diet, R-E-D-S and the spirituality and the spirituality wasn't necessarily religious. It could be, 
you know, prayer, meditation, but basically what are they doing for themselves? Because if, if uh, I, I had this cup in front of me, if it's empty, I can't give anything to anybody else. And so if, if you're, uh, if you're not doing something for yourself, you have very little to give to someone else. So, so my job in the office is to make, I want the relationship to be stress-free so that when you come home, it's just a place you can hang out because there is going to be stressful things on the outside. But my goal is that the two of them can at least be connected. And it goes back to that. It has to be safe. They want to connect and they want to have fun together. So, yeah. And so back to Valentine's day. I think it's great to celebrate Valentine's Day. Um, it's great. I love the chocolates. I love the flowers. <laughs> I love the dinner that we're going to have. By the way, you're not getting chocolates or flowers. Anyway, just I let know, me know. I just know. Let me know. It's, I know. It's frugal February, but um, <laughs> but I know I'm going to get a great dinner, and it'll be a that nice you're gonna, thing. That you're going to cook. That you're going to cook. Probably. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> but we'll have a chance to just sit and chat and um, spend time together and connect. But I'm thinking yeah. over the year, you know to get to really carry Valentine's day throughout the year. I think there are some things that people can do is, I mean, one is that they can, they can really work on their communication and they can do that in a number of ways. One is um, to get your masterclass and your course that they could take and learn the uh, basic communication skills. Um, I know that something that's really been helpful for us is uh, gratitude, daily gratitude for one another without repetition. Um, that's been helpful. Um, and we often start that Thanksgiving and we get to about Christmas, but then periodically through the year, we will, we will resurrect that. And we, um, um, we will do that. So keeping, uh, we do a little, we did this year, we did a gratitude tree and we put little leaves on it and filled them out with what we're grateful for. So being grateful is really helpful. And I remember, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Darren, um, the, the, the high powered guy, like Tony Robbins, oh, Darren, Darren, Hardy, Hardy. Darren Hardy, Darren Hardy talks about this, that, that, you know, he, he and his wife were doing fine, but they, there were just a little bit of a disconnect. So he spent on his own a month writing down what he was grateful for about his wife every day for a month. And at the end of the month, he gave it to her. And it was just a great gift that yeah, he gave yeah, to her. And I thought that that's a wonderful thing to do. So, yeah. you know, there's so many things that can be done to really um, move our relationships from just uh, going through the motions and to really being including those things, the safety, the connection, and the joy, as you say. So it doesn't uh, have to take a lot of time. Like, you know, that's right. if, if, you know, to make sure you, you even, you know, um, for me, that space between, you, yes, you, you don't want to put any negativity in there, no blame, shame, or criticism, but you, and then you want to refill it with positives, with affirmations, appreciations. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. You did a good job. And to say that out loud, because yes. uh, from an old brain point of view, if I'm constantly hearing, hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. My old brain can relax. This is not the enemy over there. It's my ally. We're on the same team. But but you have to verbalize that. And I know, Crystal, I'm saying this out loud here, but you're way better than that, at that now than you. I, you can say I can laugh more now after 50 years. <laughs> you're, you're way better. At, because... Remember, I grew up in a boarding school, so nobody ever said thank you or I appreciate it. Right. <laughs> if you if you got in trouble, they'd whack you. But 
you know, do I need it? I don't know, but it's really nice when you, you know, you're very good about, hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Or, you know, and, and it's just oh, really nice. You're but anyway, you're, thanks. But <laughs> going back to, you know, to couples, it, even if you don't have a lot of time, it's, you know what they say, I'm just, I'm jumping around here a bit, but they say with kids that the, the nine most important minutes are when they wake up, when they come home mm. from school or when they go to bed kind of thing. And that could be the, the same with a, a couple is if you don't have a lot of time, Make sure those key times when you get up in the morning or when you leave for work or when you get back from work or when you go to bed, that that you do connect, even if it's, uh, you know, it, it has to be quick, maybe kind of thing. But and then, you know, things like date nights and that yes. I, I really encourage that you, you do have time together because uh, kids will take your time up 100 percent. And but then they're going to go. They're going to go That's at right. 18 or, or 19 or 20. And then who who you left with? So it is important to to put your relationship sort of on the front burner. And Valentine's Day does that; it puts it on the front burner for a day. And what we're saying, I think, is that you want to keep it on the front burner all year long. And and again, just sort of in the background behind everything is this idea of safety. Because if it's if it's not safe, it you'll defend. And then for me, this notion of the space between that it's it's a real energy field and. You want to keep any negativity out there and keep it with positives. And then for me, the the key skill for any couple is to learn to talk to each other in a safe way. Now, we use a pretty formal approach in, in the Imago system, but mm. it's that idea of connecting, that people can connect in a safe way. So, And if if you feel safe, if you feel connected, you'll have fun because things just, uh, there, there's humor involved in, in mm. our, our silly lives as, hum as humans. Mm -hmm. like you don't have to look very far to find something humorous <laughs> that's right so so valentine's day could really be uh, a day to recommit to one another for the year and just say that you know what let's work on our relationship let's give it priority and uh, make sure that we connect every day that we uh, create a safe space and that we experience joy and commit to that and put some things in place in order to uh, have that experience over the year that's good because i know you and I, we do it on January 1st. You know, we look, we had what we, uh, you know, create a relationship vision. If, if your relationship mm -hmm. worked out ideally just the way you wanted, what would it look like? And we we had that written down. And because for me, if you have, if I want to go to Toronto, I can go up Highway 2, 3, 401, back roads, but I know where I'm going. So if couples have a vision of what they want, if this relationship worked out ideally, what would it look like? And then we would pull that out and say, hey, we're doing okay on this, but let's do this. Let's mm. work on this and this. And then our, our anniversary was in June, so we would do it again. Mm -hmm. But I like the idea of uh, February 14th It's uh, because it is the focus is on relationship. Is maybe the two of you uh, tomorrow have uh, even just take a few minutes or if you're having dinner or having your chocolate together, uh, you know, what what can we focus on uh, that we feel connected, it, we feel safe, or what do we have to work on so we feel safer, or we feel more connected, or we have more fun. Um, yeah. Great, great. So our challenge then is to our listeners to really look at Valentine's Day. And I would say, whenever you listen to this, um, whether it's on Valentine's Day or in February at some point, or, you know, maybe later in the year, that you really kind of pause and look at your relationship. And, um, you know, are you, are you going to commit to creating safety, connection, and joy in your relationship and working together to, 
to create that um, wonderful relationship that you committed to one another. So thanks, John. That's I'll it. See, that's it. I'll see you at dinner. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank thanks, you. Wayne. That was great. I love it. Thank you, my listeners, for joining me. I hope you join me next time as I continue to explore the journey to inner practical wisdom. Um, you can go to my website, journeytoinnerwisdom.ca to sign up for my newsletter and see what else is going on. And you can find John at johnsullivancounseling.com. And on his website, you will be able to find his um, his automated programs if you're just a little bit shy to come and work on your relationship in person. So until next time.